previously on The Rolls We Made. High school senior Hemlock Jones, having been moved out of his dorm room to live with his sister Beatrix over the last few weeks, has attempted to keep his head down and his nose clean as his impending punishment comes ever closer. However, when his small, rust construct Jeremy starts dying because the magic that animates it begins to run out, Hemlock decides to enter into the Spring Willow Potions Guild's Potion Crawl, the grand prize being the Goblet of the Crown, a mystical goblet that will act as a font of arcane power. After their first sip of potions, everything was looking up, until Hemlock's competition, a young necromancer named Necrolord Zadnar showed up. After a quick tussle and a bit of smack talk, Zadnar ran off, leaving Hemlock to wonder how best to defeat Zadnar and save his pet. The Potion Crawl continues on today's episode of The Rolls We Made. And after this, uh, this brawl, you are sitting in the, it's still in the frozen ladle. Um, people are, are returning pretty much to, to as jovial as they were prior to the big tussle between you and Necrolord Zadnar. Jelson is, is getting uh, he has like a, a damp towel on his forehead because he got he got bonked pretty hard. Yeah, he battle. did a good job. Uh, and Professor Eldane has has poured you a pretty stiff looking root beer <laughs> because straight up because you've been uh, you 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 got into a fight with Zadnar. And was victorious. And was victorious. Well, he's not defeated. He just no. left. Eldane uh, goes, I really do appreciate you um, putting the screws to that Zadnar. He's a real piece of work in the potions guild, let me tell you. Yeah, he seems like a big dick. He is. Well, you're lucky you're out of school, and so am I, because yes, he is <laughs> a huge ass. We really <laughs> don't like him. Professor, oh dang, throwing down the language. Listen, we in the Potions Guild have a saying. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> the guild was created out of disdain for Zadar. Our guild leader, Arturo, which you recall is Arturo Potionman, the guy yeah. whose name you heard in your head when you first grabbed your first potion. Arturo wanted the potions guild to be something that all of the magical wielders of Spring Willow could work together on, something that we could all be proud of. And Zadnar is just, he just, he, all he wants is potions to make himself more necromantically powerful and able mm. to make better skeletons, which we saw how that turned out. Really, really focused on the skeletons. Loves those skeletons. Can't get Not them. a lot of meat on those boys. He competes every year, and every year he fails. Although, mm. truth be told, this year he seems to be, uh, well, a little bit more serious. I mean, he doesn't normally come in costume. Yeah, I was going to ask, is that his usual... His usual attire. No, he normally only wears that during Halloween. So <laughs> it's kind of weird. Or Hallow's Eve. <laughs> Fantasy right. Halloween. What's a good right, right. name for the Halloween in this world? Ghost Day. Uh, all <laughs> spirits. It's it's a week long. I don't think it's... <laughs> all, it's all spirits week. And you get candy every day. Every day you get candy. It's the Hanukkah. They combine Hanukkah, Halloween. It's great. It's Halloween. Not, it sounds fun, but then by the fifth day, like all, but you have to eat the candy. It's not optional. Yeah. It's not for fun. Like, 
you have to. And by day five, you're just like, that's a that's enough Smarties. I love ooh Smarties. I, I wish I had some Smarties right now. I hate to say it, we do not want him getting the Goblet of the Crown. It would be uh, a real pain in the ass if you get my meaning. Yeah, what, what does he have? His, do we know what his intention is? Well, Was he's he a necromancer, it? and it's a goblet that grants you arcane power. I mean, I don't teach math, but if I did, it would be pretty easy to put those two together. He <laughs> probably has some golem or something that he wants to bring to life with the power of the goblet so that he will have unstoppable yada, yada, yada. You know how necromancers Maybe you should use it to make himself, like, I don't know, a girlfriend. Well... That would be a little weird, actually. I mean, he only makes dead things. Yeah, well, he doesn't seem like he socializes with the normal crowd. No, he definitely does not. But maybe, no, oh, it doesn't matter. Listen, he, he's out here today, even though he didn't get his tickets from the Frozen Ladle, very likely he's going to be going to some of the other bars trying to rack up them points, as it were, to get to the final round. Mm-hmm. Hemlock, you've already got this one taken care of. Why don't you go and, uh, I don't know. Continue the crawl. If you want to yeah, get that I mean, goblet, you're going to have to beat Zadnot to it. I'm not going to let that big dork stop me from having a good time and also getting the goblet. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're okay. Chill out, buddy. And we're, we're in an ice bar, so really chill out. Yeah, that's... <laughs> it's pretty good. Yep. The frozen ladle, uh, it's still filling up with people, but no one seems to... Like, people are, are wanting to take part in the potion crawl, but they're not... Most of them don't seem super interested in like the competitive aspect. Most of them are just kind of chilling out. They're like, it's a thing to do on the weekend. Exactly. But I mean, there's there's definitely some stakes for you and clearly some stakes for our good buddy Zadnar. I got to get Jeremy alive. Yep. So um, you're still at the frozen ladle. What do you do? Uh, so I think we're done here. I mean, I is there some sort of like... Is there any information like pamphlets, brochures, or like a little map that they give you at the start? Oh uh, yeah, oh. you you got one in the mail, but you can refer to it. There's it says that there's a there's a couple of bars that you can head to, um, a few different uh, different labels of them. One is called the uh, the Rowdy. They don't have any descriptions. It's just sort of the name of the bar. Mm-hmm. They're all in the Merchant Quarter in different parts. Um, one is called the Rowdy Drow. Okay. One is called the Dew Patrol. Okay. And the other one is called the Musty Book. Hmm. Hmm. The Dew Patrol sounds the most refreshing of... It does sound pretty refreshing. The Musty Book is a terrible name. Terrible name for a bar. It makes you wonder how it's surviving. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's go check out the Musty Book. Maybe it'll be a little bit more low profile because I can't imagine a lot of folks are wanna going to want to wet that whistle at the Musty Book. Okay. You and Jelson make your way out of the frozen ladle and start making your way through the merchant district. Um, the Musty Book is... It's actually a little further south than, than you're expecting. It seems like it's one of the most southern points in the Merchant District. So you can get there pretty easily. Um, is there anywhere that you want to stop on the way or anything like that? Or do you just want to head straight over there? Um, is, uh, is, is, is anyone on the way? Is DJ Clobar like in, on the way down that direction? Could, I could, could in be. Say hi. Could be. You notice that you're kind of close to the apothecary's district, so you you take a quick little detour. It's not that bad. You kind of, and stop off at Clo's uh, Herbs and Arcana. Um, Clo himself is behind the counter. It looks like he is uh, he's mixing up some tinctures um, for the coming day. He's also got some music playing. 
Um, what's, what's he playing? DJ Club R original. Okay, yeah, I was going to say he's playing dope. his own jams. He, yeah. and, and also, if you're listening to sound right now and in, in, in the recording, that isn't DJ Club Bar. That's just the closest approximation I could find in the Creative Commons. So there you go. Um, he, he would also be using, he wouldn't be like sampling off of like popular albums. He'd be going to that Creative Commons because he doesn't want to pay any licenses. That's right. He's all about, he's, he's about purity of art. He likes to consider himself the working man's girl talk. That's, what? <laughs> what is that? Girl Talk? I don't get that reference. Girl Talk is a you've you've heard Girl Talk. It's a it's a musician who did all those really fat like uh, mashups oh. of yeah. I'll, you'll, you'll, you should look it up when we're done. You'd like okay. you'd like Girl Talk. I probably would like Girl Talk. Yeah. Close uh close shop as as you expect. It's like kind of disordered as you remember. There's like a lot of his DJ equipment is still just kind of in the waiting area and behind the mm. desk you can see just like all of the bottles and stuff that he uses. Clo looks up from the desk and sees you and, and goes, Oh, Hey, Hemlock, bro. What's up, man? How's it going? Hey, what's going on? I don't know dude? if this was my voice, but uh, this is the one that Joe picked. So here yeah, we go. I think, I think it's close. Uh, DJ Clobar. Have you met my friend Jelson here? Uh, no, I have not. Hey, hey, Jelson. Name's a uh, DJ Clobar. I break the party open and Jelson's like, my name's DJ J- Jelson. I'm a, I'm not a DJ. Oh my god. Oh, I don't know why I let off with a lie. Chelsea, you're just you're good enough as you are, buddy. You don't I know. Have to try. Oh, you don't beans. have to hate. Also, um, I think you might have a concussion. I'm I really was worried hit. About this. Well, I was bonked quite hard without my helmet, coach. Yeah. Yeah. Take a seat, buddy. Take a okay. seat. Okay. He just sits down in the middle of the floor. Yeah. Of course. Um, Close like. So, what brings you in today, man? Well, I'm doing this pub crawl. I don't know oh, if you've heard about it. Oh, you're doing the Potion Guild crawl. Yeah, it's 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 nice, a fun time man. so far. Nice. Yeah. Have you ever done it? Uh, yeah, I did a couple times. But you know what? The what they say about the potion crawl: once you go once, it actually gets kind of old. So yeah, I'd imagine there's not a lot of different bars. You hit the same. Yeah, place. it's the same couple places. And I'm an adult. I could just drink. And it's cheaper to just drink at home. I'm assuming, especially yeah. because I'm a I'm a apothecary. I can just yeah. make potions. And he kind of motions to all the stuff around him. Yeah, you got you. Have you ever considered doing a little bar action here? The licenses are just a uh, yeah, biggest I can't pain even in the ass. It's hard enough to just be a pharmacy. <laughs> so, uh, weird thing that happened uh, at the first bar that we hit up. Mm. Uh, Zadnard. Does that name seem familiar to you? Oh, Z. That fucking yeah. guy? Oh, yeah, that, that shit. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's back in town for the potion crawl. That's fun, man. Is it fun? No, it's not. Uh, yeah, He's a bit no. of a dick. We, in, in, we have a saying in the potions guild. Fuck that guy. <laughs> He's a huge ass. <laughs> we do not like him very much. That's a it, long saying. That's a his, real long saying. His dad is cool. I mean, Who's like. His dad? His his name is Archmage Zadnar, so he's the, like our Zadnar, your Zadnar, the Zadnar uh, that you're playing against. He's like junior. He's like, oh, oh no, Archmage Zadnar is my father. Just call me Zadnar. Yeah, I mean, like, and Archmage Zadnar was was cool after during the Reconstruction. Like, he used his magic to help bring up a lot of buildings and stuff, kind of set up foundations so we could. That's come cool. In. Yeah, it was pretty sick. His son, though. It's got a real yes. Draco Malfoy vibe going yeah, on. Yeah, he sucked, man. And like, uh. I mean, normally, I mean, most he winters in capital because like it's gauche to not be out here. Right. It's gauche to be in this in the country during winter because you want to see the 
the ball drop at New Year's at Yule. Yeah, you got to be in the center of that. Yeah. So, like, I guess he's out here just for this. I don't mean, I, I don't know. But, yeah, Zach, oh, Z's, uh, he's he's a little, little, little arrogant, a little stuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything? So, we got in a little bit of a tussle and um, found out this guy really has a thing for skeletons. Do you have anything, because I know I'm going to run into this dude again. And I mean, there is that saying in the Potions Guild, fuck this guy, he sucks. That's true, he, yeah. He He's going to, I feel like we're going to have another run in. And I'm trying to win this thing because I've got, I, I like to pop out Jeremy. I'm like, I got this little dude and he's not long for this world. Hmm. And I really want to make sure that he can, you know, we can go to the beach together when it's summertime and, and he has a long life ahead of him. And if I don't win this potion, uh, pub crawl and this dork Zadnar does, I don't know what I'm going to do. I've got, I'm pretty attached to little Jeremy here. Do you have anything that I don't know, like might give me, give me a hand in dealing with some necromancy. That's a, that's a whole other ball game that I haven't even messed with yet. This is a, uh, this is almost certainly a PSI role. Okay. And the offer you're making is is okay. The offer you're making is I need to beat uh, I need to beat Zadnar, mm-hmm. um, so I can save my little pet Rust Finger. And, and also, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Yeah, I mean that's that's what makes it okay. I think so. I'm gonna say you can roll um, plus persuasion, which is plus zero, so roll a d20, and we can see if you can convince Chloe to assist you. All right, rolling it digitally. Ooh. Got an 18. Okay. Yeah. Not too shabby. Um, Chloe takes a second to consider what you're saying and goes, uh, hmm, the rules of the potion crawl are pretty simple. The more potions you drink, the closer you get to winning. H- how many potions have you drunk today? I've only had one, man. You are behind, my dude. You need to get yeah. a, a couple of more under that belt of yours to fill up that the, the little punch card. But as you know, the potions that are in this contest are a little, little wild. So let me let me give you something. And he reaches under the counter, and as he's ta- he, and as he's reaching under, he's like, "So the point I want to drive home is beating up Zadnar is like fun. Winning the game is 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 basically drinking the most widest assortment of potions." Mm-hmm. Um, and he tosses down what looks to be a small little uh, plastic bag plastic exists in this world i've established it before a little plastic bag um containing a few what look like seed pods Mm. and he says um these here are called spouses tears now if you drink a potion that's a little too much Mm -hmm. and he kind of winks like too much okay I, i wink back at him why are you winking back you don't need to wink back i just i'm just acknowledging the wink well, Wait, no. am I supposed to, I'm not supposed to say it out loud. Well, no, Sorry. it just makes me feel weird. I, All right. It's not, I mean, it's, it's fine. Anyway, here. I, and he, I, I tug my ear instead. He pushes the, the, the seed pods over and he's like, um, the, you take one of these afterward, it'll just zero out whatever effect of the most previous potion you had was. Oh, well, dang. Well, this seems like a boon. Wait, is this, is this going to disqualify me? No, it's, it's the drinking of the potion, not dealing with the consequences. However, oh, so I mean, this yeah. is like Gatorade after I've drank a bunch. It is like Gatorade. Yes. <laughs> um, so you reach in and look and there's a, there looks to be about two C pods in here. So you could, okay. you could theoretically cancel out the effect of two potions. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. All right, cool. Well, thanks, man. No problem, bud. And Hey, go get them. I'll take it. I'll take it. Cool. I'm happy I said that. <laughs> uh, I'll let you know how it goes, my dude. 
Thanks, bro. Good Shelton, luck. you ready to go? Yeah. And he sets back up and stands back up also because he was laying down, I guess. <laughs> and then <laughs> the two of you make your way to the musty book. I'm going to wet my whistle. Wet your whistle at the musty book. Okay. Musty book. Um, musty book sounds like a, it's a euphemism for something, too. You know what I'm talking about? So um, you make your way to the musty book. It's far to the south of uh, the merchant's district from where you are. It takes about a maybe like a 20-minute stride. Um, oh, dang. It takes a while to get down there. Um, and you do see like groups of people crawling their way through the various inns and bars around the merchant district. And then you get to the the furthest south part where like the most southern street in the merchant district, you're 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 pretty close to South Side, actually, which is not I, like the Moby song. Yes. Um the the bar you get to is um and you sort of have to double check the address a few times because it looks like the bar is inside of it's kind of inside the same sort of uh, the, I don't want to use parking lot but it's like the same area as like a graveyard that's oh, that's at the okay. north of like Southside. it's a mini mall and part of the mini mall is also a graveyard yeah also this, this, thing. this particular um this particular bar it has uh it looks kind of like a more normal building compared to the ladle but this one it has um over the door is this elaborate sign that kind of rises up uh, about five feet tall. It seems to be made out of like black glass and it looks like a book. And on the spine of the book, it reads the musty book. Okay. Okay. I don't think this is the place. I don't know. <laughs> this one is, is far less um, active. Yeah, I, w- than, I would think so. Than the previous one. So um, what do you, what do you do? Um, let's, r- let's roll on in. All right, Autobots, you uh, stride into the musty book as, as as ornery as you please, and this place is immediately, like, it feels dank. Not like 420 blaze it, like water like dusty. in a cave dank. Oh, a little dusty, gotcha. too. And there's sort of this, like, pulsing, like, droning sort of music you hear in, in, in the air. And as you walk through, like, there are some people that are sort of, like, chatting like just kind of like having casual conversations smoking actual cigarettes like inside this building um and as you push past there's this this large um uh tiefling bouncer who's has like this big big belly um and is wearing like kind of a small sort of vest with no shirt um, and is wearing mirrored sunglasses and he looks down at you and he's like and uh who are you supposed to be um I'm 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 a simple patron, my good man. Mm. I'm I am here to imbibe a potion on this pub crawl, and I bow slightly. And who's your friend? And then Jelson's like, Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> my That's Jelson. Jelson. <laughs> he says hi. It's like he goes, uh, all right, ten bucks or um, lose them shoes. I'm 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 sorry. What? Can't get in here with them shoes. So it's either $10 or lose the shoes. So I either can take my shoes off and get in for free, or I pay you $10 and keep my shoes on? That's right. What, is there a shoe cubby somewhere? Can I just hold them with me? He just, he just, at that question, he just kind of stares at you. I stare back confusedly. 
Um, well, he's kind of established what the stakes of this interaction are going to be. So what do you want to do? Is there a signage anywhere that says why there's no shoes involved? There is sort of like possibly some signs related to the dress code, but they look like they've been barfed on or splashed on. Like oh, this, it's, is it's, a, this is a dive. Yeah, this is a bit of a dive. Um, <laughs> so like if you want to get in here, you're going to have to find some way past this bouncer. I mean, I, I'm going to, okay, well, I'll take my shoes off and I hold them in my hands and I say, all right, ready to go inside now. All right. He grabs the shoes. Wait, what? He grabs the shoes. You get the, Do I get them on the way back out? He doesn't answer you. All right, <laughs> great. Well, let's just go. You know what? Fuck it. Whatever. Your shoes weren't like a magic item, were they? No. <laughs> no, they weren't. Well, I don't have they're, magic they're shoes. They're magical in the sense of like... Uh, they lit up because they were cool, but they were not magic. You had Dell enchant them to be sketchers. <laughs> well, damn it. Now I'm going to have to ask her to do it again. <laughs> you won't want to do that. He steps to the side and he uh, pushes open the door and um, you go in and you see exactly what is happening in this bar. Um, Someone's got a foot fetish. That's what's no, no, no. There is a band playing um, and they're playing this sort of droning, depressing, dare I say, Shoegazy? Shoegazy music. <laughs> God damn it. And they're in, and like there's a dance floor filled with people who are just like doing the d- shoegaze jam dance. Doing that shoegaze move where you just stare at the ground. And But I got no shoes to gaze at now. And in the center of their shoegazery is a large cauldron um, that every so often someone with shoes makes their way over, reaches in. Oh, grabs fuck. I have to have shoes? Hemlock, this bar is is not very crowded, but <laughs> the crowd that is there is pretty much centered on the dance floor. It seems like people came here to kind of be depressed about society and dance and maybe pound some potions. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's definitely not a ton of a ton of folk. The light in here, like there are lights in here, but they're sort of like. It's kind of like someone covered the walls with black trash bags or, or possibly like some kind of fake stone because you it, the light in here just is getting swallowed up by the walls, if, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, the ground is a bit cold, uh, which you would know now because your feet are um, exposed. Uh, you don't smell anything, but you're not going to be smelling much of anything today. So Yeah, I can't smell it today, so it's fine. Based on Jolson's face, the smell in here isn't awesome. So there's at least that. Yeah, but he lives in the dorms and, you know, he's a sports guy. Yeah. There's a bartender who is uh, seemingly like definitely stands out um, there. They're in Azamar, which mm. is a uh, if I remember that that term correctly. Um, and Azamar is sort of the uh, the good version of a tiefling. And by good, I mean like alignment good. Like there's someone who's part like angel. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah. So there's an Azamar bartender who um, has what looks to be like this small halo that's just kind of floating behind them, hmm. um, giving off kind of a faint um, yellowish light. Um, they themselves, however, are dressed up in like just like f- thick white face paint with like black circles around their eyes. Um, and they're just kind of like 
cleaning glasses and stuff and, and, and occasionally handing out what looks to be like a, a cocktail of just straight up gin or something. This is the weirdest bar I've ever been in. It's a pretty sick bar. Um, <laughs> you got to get some potions. What do you want to do? Uh, well, I, <laughs> I want to let's make our way over to the cauldron. Okay. As you start making your way over to the cauldron, you feel as if uh, you feel as if um, there is some sort of presence like paying attention to you. Um, like you've drawn the attention of something, the closer you get to the edge of the dance floor, which is actually very clear where it is. It looks like the ground that you're on is sort of just like dirt or possibly like a cobbled stone or something like that. The dance floor is made of this like black wood. Um, and as you get closer to the edge of it, you start feeling more and more like something is paying attention to you. Ooh. Can I do a cur- Can I do a, a scan? Can I do an investigation? If you tell me what you do to achieve that. I tap Jelson. I'm like, hey, but let me get up on your shoulders. I want to scan the area. Okay. Uh, he <laughs> bends down and you kind of climb up on him and are sort of scanning around. Um, make a perception check. Let me bring that bad boy up. I'm laying down, so that's why it's hard for me to do this. Uh, right. Ooh, my perception is plus five. Damn. Is it? Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, well, it's good because I rolled a one. <laughs> Six? By God. Okay. Um, give me a second. Cause okay. Um, you have triggered the tension pool. Fucking goddamn! I've triggered every single time. But you can uh, you can ask one question from the list of, of questions about areas. What's the best way in or out? What is the biggest threat? What is the danger I haven't noticed? How can I take the advantage? What seems out of place or concealed? What happened here or is going to happen here? What is the best way to help others? You can ask. What seems what's concealed? What seems out of place or concealed? Yeah. Um, I mean, like this presence, like you're not getting a, a sense of what, like you definitely feel like something is watching you, but you don't know what it is or where it is. It definitely doesn't seem to be any of the people that you can see. It's not the bartender. Um, there is something, there is some kind of entity that, that is most certainly watching you, but you can't place where it is. So that's, that is what is concealed. The, the being that is doing the watching is not here. And I'm assuming that there's no one else who's feel I can I, that I can tell is getting a similar vibe. Like there's no one else in the dance floor. Or Everyone else has shoes. Everyone else has shoes. Yeah, that's the other thing I'll give you just for the sake of perceptiveness. Like you're the only person here who doesn't have shoes. So God damn it. I mean that's that's also something you can kind of tell. No one here is shoeless. And um, the thing that I will do, um, because you have triggered the tension pool, uh, Hemlock, is um, as soon as you get up there and kind of recognize this, Jelson takes a few uh, like steps closer towards the dance floor, and he his feet touch the uh, the edge of the floor, and he's like, "Oh no, Hemlock." Everything is meaningless. And then he just kind of. Oh, no. And then he kind of rushes out on the floor and you tumble off of his shoulders and you take five damage as you what? you literally fall and like conk your noggin in a bad way. God damn it. Yeah. He just kind of flips you. And now he's just out there just sort of shoegazing. But he has no shoes on. He does have shoes on. He does. He has shoes on. Yeah. Only you had to give up your shoes. Oh, what the fuck, man? So he's out there sort of shoegazing, and as he gazes at his shoes, he's dancing back and forth in the shoegazy fashion. Mm-hmm. It's pretty lame. <laughs> it's yeah, all no. really lame. I've been 
been to many a shoegaze shows. <laughs> I am very much aware of what it is like. Um, music sucks. This whole experience is awful, but the potions are out there on the floor. Um, what do you want to do? Okay, so I'm still on the... I'm still... I haven't trespassed into the next spot that's going to probably no, make No, but I'm go. glad you recognize that this would be a trespass. Yeah. So me not having shoes is, is just a stupid quirk. And I don't have detect magic, unfortunately. You don't. Can I? So is the, the, the bowl or the punch bowl or the, the cauldron itself? Yeah. Um, how, how far away is it? Maybe about, uh, it's, it's like in the dead center in the dance floor. So maybe about 30 feet from you. Okay. 30 or 40. And is there like a ladle? Is it cups? I forget. Like, what is the situation? It, looks, it you, literally looks like a, like a cooler filled with bottles of different kinds. Okay. Um, because that, that's how the other cauldron was where it was like a cauldron sort of as like a symbol, not so much like it's literally fluid just floating gotcha. around it. That would be bad. It, they're all individually sealed. I want to see if, if I'm able to use mage hand to go and grab one of those bad boys instead of having to trespass into that area. Okay. Um, go ahead and make an arcana check. I gotta reload the page for some reason. That's just a D 20. Uh, Yes. Actually, I need to bring up. Uh, actually, it will be plus Arcana. So you want to click My the plus two. Click the thing plus where it says Arcana. Oh shit! <laughs> Twenty-one. Okay. Um, <laughs> as you move your your hand, your mage hand, um, into the uh, in past the border, you you kind of blink in a weird way mm -hmm. for a second, and then consistently you see like this web of like of like of like little streaks of of uh silvery light that are kind of crisscrossing this entire area um and it they look almost like spider webs um in in how they're oriented and your mage hand nearly touched one but you can kind of see where these things are um you get the feeling that that is somehow related to the entity that was uh that you detected and also you probably don't want to touch them. Right. Um, your mage hand is now in the middle of the dance floor. Not the middle, like the edge of the dance floor. There are um, not too many people dancing around you. Um, and it seems like it's getting to a point where the song is going to change. Like it sounds like it's wrapping up. Um, you don't know what that's going to do to the people here. Um, but uh, what do you want to do? And I can't navigate around the web or anything. You can navigate like around the web. That can be something okay. that you try. Okay, yeah, I'd like to try that with the mage hand to navigate around. Okay, that's going to be a sleight of hand check. Well, that should be real good for me. Hopefully it is. That's a plus nine, <laughs> so... Yeah, I got a 23. <laughs> All right. Um, as soon as the song ends, everyone on the dance floor kind of rushes around to a specific spot on the dance floor, and it looks like they're getting ready for another song that they knew was happening. Jelson as well, which is interesting because he just got here. Um, but your your mage hand drops to, to the ground and kind of uh, before anyone can kind of touch it or step on it, it sort of weaves its way through part of the webbing. Like, and now like thing. Yeah, like thing. And now you're about, um, your, your mage hand is about 20 feet away from the uh, potion cauldron. It passes through some of the webbing um, and gets a little closer. However, um, now we are in a much different situation. Everyone seems to be sort of doing a somewhat more elaborate, steppy, almost like a shoegaze river dance kind of a mm, thing. Okay. Um, and they're definitely kind of very, it's very rhythmic, and you can like hear their shoes as they gaze at them hit against the ground. 
getting over there is going to be a little bit trickier. Um, so what do you want to do to get past this this section? Same as before, there are the um, there are the uh, webbing, and that's that's kind of everywhere. That's kind of so. Is is the big is the big obstacle the webbing or the people? It's getting past this area without causing trouble. It could Let's be the see. people. It could be the webbing. It depends on what you try. Okay. Hmm. And you can't do sleight of hand again. I can't use sleight of hand with roll. Use sleight of hand again. You've used it once. We're in, we're in a bit of a skill challenge here. Okay. I'm looking at prestidigitation to see if it, because I can use uh, my my mage hand. It doesn't stop when I throw something else out there. So I could do pre, I could do prestidigitation on top of it, because they're both just cantrips, right? Uh, I, there's no like rule about like du- like dual casting a cantrip. There are. It's it's not a concentration spell, so it, you could you could do this. Yeah, the range of prestidigitation though is ten feet. Yeah, that's not good. I'm I'm yeah, yeah. I'm probably not gonna have to be able to fuck with that. I mean, the band is still playing. Band is still playing. Yep. I'm just gonna keep pushing my mage hand. Uh, okay. How are you, how do you intend to do that? So it's, it's on the ground. It's trying to get around people. Yeah. Just describe this action that you're going to be taking. I mean, cause I'm still casting it. It's just, I, it's like, I'm manipulating it from yeah, afar. Yeah, you're controlling to like it from through. the edge. Yeah. Okay. I wish I could have done now. Yeah. Cause I'm thinking uh, like blinking blade, but I don't want to waste everything on this one. I don't want to throw everything at this. Is there like a is there like a table or a chair or anything that I can kind of like climb on top of and sort of like get a better vantage point? Uh, yeah, there could be. Um, it'll be a roll to see if you can accomplish this without like anyone noticing or getting in trouble. So I'm basically trying to avoid just getting caught. Yes, pretty much. Which is weird because like why would is getting I don't know why why would I be technically be getting caught? I'm not doing anything wrong here. Do you have shoes on? <sighs> I don't have, wait, I can't, I don't have minor illusion. Fuck. Nope. So if I get shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you could get shoes. Your, your mage hand is kind of just floating out there still. You could try to okay. find a way to get shoes. That's an option. I think pre- I think I thought I had something else instead of prestidigitation where I could like, where I had like illusion, but I don't have that. No, equipment. you don't have anything like that really. Really? Let's define shoe. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's. <laughs> Is um is there anything nearby like like a pouch or like some some napkins or anything along those lines like out on a table nearby something that potentially could cover a foot of sorts? Um, there might be. Yeah, there might be like garbage and okay like pieces of paper. Because I, I want to see if I can. I have rope. I want to see if I can find something to basically wrap around my feet, a la a shoe, and then tie it off around my ankles. Are you going? You're going to abandon this uh, this mage hand plan then? Yeah, I can cast it again. It's a cantrip. Okay. Well, you'll be starting back from the start then. That's the thing. well. I'll be less of an opportunity to get caught. Okay. So you you dissipate your mage hand when you realize it's going to be too tricky to get through this, and you start poking around trying to find something you can wrap around your feet. Hey everybody, it's Jojo, the Dungeon Master for the roles we made, because the real podcast were the roles we made along the way. Thank you for joining us in the, I believe this is the third episode of Hemlock's fun adventure doing a potion crawl, which I don't think he realized that a potion crawl was a thing that I could totally enable, and it was going to involve him sipping some potions. This one was fun because... 
and I knew this because Jeff has told this to me uh, a few times now. He was into shoegaze music, and I'm hoping that as he listens to this, if he if he has the time to, he enjoys the music selections I found of shoegaze music. I actually don't feel too bad about shoegaze music. I think it's fine. I just think it's really funny that in this world, Hemlock doesn't care for it. Um, but this was this was a really great episode. It was super fun, and it was definitely something I didn't. A hundred percent plan out. Like I knew there was going to be a part where he went to like a, a kind of a downer of a bar, but I thought he would go to that third. I mean, I named one of them Do Patrol. I was like Dawn Patrol, but Do. Uh, it's a. I'm disappointed, but I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that this was the bar they that he went to because that's it was entertaining. It was a good time. In other news, I have been a guest on an episode of the Hidden GMs podcast with uh, host Nick Barry. Uh, for those of you who've never heard of it, Hidden GMs is a podcast uh, where Nick uh, interviews dungeon masters, some like me, about their thoughts on the game of D&D, their history with the hobby, and things like that. And we had a really fun, really long talk. I don't know when it's going to come out, but it was delightful and uh, I'll of course say when it comes out, but in the meantime, if you want more D and D fun time action, you want to hear about, uh, the way of dungeon mastery from people who are doing it, go check out hidden GMs. It's available on Podbean and seemingly everywhere podcasts can be found. If you like the show, the best way that you can support us is of course by, and I, I know you're not going to believe me, but this is true telling people. Word of mouth is the best way for this show to spread. Um, also, if you have someone who likes it, you know what you can do is take their phone, pull up Google Podcasts, select the roles we made, and have them start watching from episode one, baby, because uh, we have a lot of episodes up there, and they're all meant to be bingeable. I don't know if that's the right word, bingeable, but you can binge them. It's fun. The Rolls We Made is just one piece of comedy content from the Mom Hat Comedy Crew. You can check out our YouTube Let's Play show, JoJo Has Fun, J-O-E-J-O-E-H-A-S-F-U-N, uh, which has episodes out every Wednesday and Saturday, and they are goofy and silly. You can also check out our Goosebumps Literature Comedy Review podcast. That's a lot of words in there. We It's a, it's a podcast where we review Goosebumps books and, and make fun of how silly they are. Um, and that show is called Geesebumps, available everywhere. Podcasts can be frowned, frowned every Wednesday. The next episode of our show is going to be coming out June the 4th. June the 4th be with you, everybody. And uh, it is going to be the conclusion of Hemlock's little adventure going through the pubs. And we'll see what ends up happening with Jeremy. I hope he survives. I don't know yet because we haven't recorded it. So that's fun. But in the meantime, stay safe out there. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And I'll talk to you again next time. Bye. Make an intelligence check. No, my intelligence isn't very good, I think. You don't have any sort of proficiency in making shoes, so it's really just proficiency. It's really just intelligence. How smart are you? Are you smarter than a cobbler? Intelligence. That's my. That's not my saving throw. It's just my. It's just. Throw. It's just in. Oh yeah, yeah. Fifteen. Got a fifteen. Okay. Yeah, you find uh, you find some pieces of paper that you're able to sort of affix around your feet using some lengths of rope that you kind of slice up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've now sort of created these like paper bag shoes. They, yeah. they don't look cool. But that's fine. That, okay, we're that, at, I'm at a shoegaze bar. Looking cool is not the thing. Um, but now you are you are beshooed. <laughs> I'm beshooed. Wonderful. Um, what do you want to do? 
All right. So I would like to. So I need to get to the cauldron. I can't leave the. I can't leave the floor. Basically. Okay. I wish I knew why. I wonder. So it's basically once he touched it, it has nothing to do with the music being played. Pretty much. It's just like once he hit that web, he had to go shoegaze. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to see if there's some sort of like high chair or something that I can I can get on. I can't get to Jelson without passing through. You're going to have um, to pass through the uh, the pass onto the floor to kind of get get in range of him. All right. Can I try and sort of get a little bit closer, um, avoiding the web, obviously. And, and so my mage hand doesn't have to traverse so much space. Can I can I can I sort of pseudo dance my way onto the floor to try and get closer to the cauldron. You, you hemlock, try to get onto the floor and then cast, um, cast mage hand. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Or I was going to try and see if I can sort of use Jelson as just like a, a, a block of sorts to sort of like a, either get on his shoulders again and try and cast from there. Mm, yeah. He's too far for that. So, okay. I mean, like you can either Step onto the floor or try to cast from the edge. And if you step onto the floor, something will happen. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's try, try and cast, cast from, from, the from the edge. Let's try and cast from the edge. Okay. I'll just pull the um, hand. Yeah. Then then we're back at the start. Then so you can That's you can fine. do your sleight of hand again to try to get back out there. You just now have shoes. You took a That's quick good. break for shoes. You know my feetsies were cold. Yep. So go ahead and uh, and and roll now to kind of get past this uh, past this shoegazery. All right. Well, I got a uh, 18. Ooh, that's not great. What? Yeah. At 18? It was harder the second time. <sighs> Your mage hand, as it's passing through uh, this uh, shoegazy river dance, gets stepped on. Remember, Hemlock, it, the situation has changed. That's why I made you roll again. Hmm. So um, your mage hand got sort of stepped on, and you were having trouble controlling it, and it bounded into one of these webs. Um, oh, no. As it binds into the web, um, you feel a little like weird in like your your hand, like your actual hand feels a little weird. Um, And you for a second see like a ribbon of light kind of move from where the mage hand is, which, by the way, completely disperses. No, no. Um, It wriggles up the the uh, the floor all the way up to the very top. And then you see the head of what looks to be a gigantic fanged spider. Oh, no. Sort of looking down at this event. And um, for a second, you see that it looks right at you, and then it quickly disappears from your sight. Um, Can I go? I want to go talk to the bard keep. Okay. (laughs) I got a a question, (laughs) angel man. (laughs) You, uh, You make your name. You make your way downtown, walking fast, faces past, in and you're homebound to uh, the the Azamar bartender who is. Uh, it seems like he's trying to talk to a patron who is just so drunk they're unconscious, mm. and he's, he's like, "So there I was, just right about to go into the blood war when wouldn't you know it? <sighs> it was lunchtime." <laughs> The guy's unconscious, and then the bartender's like, I know, it's a real bummer. It makes you wonder why everything, why anything matters, huh? And then he sees you, and he's like, oh, hey, kid. Welcome hey. to the musty book. What can I get? Other than a meaning to exist, which I cannot help you with. I can't even help myself with that. 
Oh, it's all about self-fulfillment and the little things, my dude. Anyways, I have a question. Um, so this pub crawl, it seems to be that it's a bit of a challenge to kind of go and get a drink out of that cauldron over there. Can oh, it's, not, it's not a big deal. You just got to go out there, you know? No, nah, I don't think that it's... I think it is a big deal because my friend went out there and... I, you see that big hunk of meat out there right now dancing? The shoegaze dance? I sure do. That's not he's, his vibe. He's really getting down with it. Well, apparently it is his vibe. Apparently he loves it and can't get enough of it. No, I feel like he might be being coerced a little bit. And I, um, ah, I, I'm kind of wondering what's going on with this place. I, 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 I saw something kind of weird. I just want to get my potion and be on my way. And it, I, I'm really oh, not well, here you to. You can easily just go out and just get the potion. I mean, that's. You that's say that. No one else is doing it. That's not true, actually. I, I did establish that people are going out there and getting potions. It's just sort of like, um, it's sort of not as frequent. Okay. What's your name, my fr- my, Mr. Barkeep? Pogadir. Pogadir. Yeah. It's a good name. It is. A, it's a sweet, it's my name. It's how I know it's yeah. good. I mean, it would be good if anything mattered, which it doesn't. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> So I'm just going to be straight away with you. What's up with the giant invisible spider in this room? Oh, yeah. You mean fuzz? Yeah, I guess fuzz. Fuzz? Fuzz. Yeah, I call him him fuzz. All Um, right. His real name is Fuzznagoth. He is uh, an extra dimensional, I believe the term is blink spider. Okay. Yeah. Normally, it would have gone completely, absolutely buck wild and killed everyone in here. But apparently, it just loves the jams and loves the dour moods. So it yeah. keeps this place sort of kind of kind of tuned in to the real meaning behind everything, which, as we both know, bullshit. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Why, do you, why do you ask about old fuzz? Well, one, because I, I saw old fuzz and then I didn't see old fuzz. But also, um, there seems to be some sort of barrier that old fuzz may have been set up out there. And oh, the webbing? I, the webbing, yeah. Yeah, that's how old fuzz feeds. He's kind of collecting all the negative vibes. Keeps okay. Him, uh, keeps him docile. How uh, how much does old fuzz need to feed before the web becomes a little bit less active? Because I'd love to get past. Ah, uh, you know, homeboy on. just loves to eat and eat. So yeah, it's just kind of on until like you know people feel like they've had enough jamming, and then they hmm. can, uh, they can make their way off. I would love to not do that. Is there any, <laughs> is there any way that you can just, I, is there an alternative way that I don't have to go and look, I'm, 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 I'm a teen, right? I've hey, got enough if you're of a the teen, then You absolutely need to know about how rough things are out here. No, not yet. World. No, not, not till college, not till, not till post college. <laughs> <laughs> I've, not till I get that degree that I can't use. Don't you? Not yet, my friend. Mm. I've got I've got a lot ahead of me. But look, there's I I pull out little Jeremy. You see this guy? Yeah. This handsome. See this handsome little guy. His future depends on me winning this potions crawl. But he'll just die in like twenty years anyway. And then but we're life be. life is life is about those minutes in between, my dude. I don't know about all that. And then he yeah. kind of just kind of leans back as if he made a sick burn, but then he just realizes it's kind of a bummer. And he's like, I actually take no joy in that because nothing matters and everything is bullshit. 
So do you uh, have a girlfriend or a boyfriend? Like, what's your what's your personal relationships like? I don't know you well enough to get into that. <laughs> but what I do know is that, no, there's no way for me to just turn off the webs. I mean, if you want to get out there, you're going to get out there and deal with the webbing. Fuck it. <laughs> so what are you going to do, Hemlock? <sighs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I, it's all the webbing. If I touch it, I feel like it's, I don't know, like, I don't know, I don't know. I don't see an alternative. I'm not going to try and kill the spider. It will kill all of us. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that would go if you attack the spider. Yeah, I don't really want. good, I can tell you that much. No, no, I don't think that would be good. How's Jelson doing? He looks like he's having fun. I mean, even though nothing matters and we're all just going to (laughs) die. Look, I, here's the thing. Hemlock has faced death a number of times already. Yeah, and but actually, for some reason, this has given you like a great deal of anxiety. It is. I don't want to like fuck up. I, that's. I don't know if you know how I play games because this is how I do it. Yeah. I don't want to fuck up. Uh-huh. Um. All right. Like I look down at my makeshift shoes. I I breathe in heavily, not being able to smell anything. And um, I'm gonna just go ahead and close my eyes and go through that fucking web. All right. Hemlock, you with your makeshift shoes, make your way over to the uh, to the webbing um, and take a big old step into it. Uh, and you are immediately, immediately overcome with a distinct, um, shall we say, nihilistic feeling. <laughs> Go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw. Ugh. This is how it has to be. My wisdom is plus two. That could be could be worse. Yeah, you got a 17. Got a 17. So you feel all right. Um, not great, but definitely you kind of feel sort of a sort of a, a, a weight on you that it definitely feels a bit like an iceberg. Um, you know what I know what I want to do as I'm doing this? What? I want to keep eyes also on Jelson because that's that's my that's my happy place right now. Yeah, Jelson definitely seems like he's uh, he's bummed out as well, but he's kind of dancing his cares away. Uh, Hemlock, as you kind of make your way out on this dance floor a little more, like you start having to do a little bit of the shoegazery. I may switch to another less uh, less intense song, so you're able to do so quite all right. Um, but uh, as I said, like you definitely feel like you. I would argue the player Jeff could probably imagine a few things Hemlock is is bummed out about in general. Oh, yeah. Um, everything, Jesus, whatever you're thinking of, there's a sense of like, that is only part of it. There, there's something else that you, you feel like you're supposed to be upset about that. You don't know what it is. Like, like in reality, but not like enchantment currently happening. That's instilling something. Make go ahead and make an arcana check just real quick. Like this is a bit of a spout lore that you didn't think you'd learn some shit in this adventure. No, but I only got a five. Uh, you always learn something when you try to learn something. So this is something really bad that you find out. Um, you get a, a feeling of just like this profound despair just just for a second that you're not, you don't know what to direct it at or what it's from. It's getting too real. Yeah, and it's definitely like, it's not, it's like a new feel. You don't know exactly how to point it to. It, it almost feels a bit like when um, you sort of like have that extra sensory perception when one of the spectral figures shows up. Hmm. It's not that. There's not a spectral figure here. 
Or is there? There's not. There's not. <laughs> um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't throw those. I wouldn't use those guys in, in fucking DLC. Yeah. But no. Uh, but no, this is. You definitely get a feeling like there's there's something you're supposed to be really like forlorn about, and you don't know what it is. Um, but it feels almost like unassailable like if you were to actually experience what this is it would fuck you up ignorance is bliss right now ignorance is bliss right now you're sort of reminded of how how after when you when you met the tall one um the the chained one um there was that that salt thought of that kind of made her collapse in agony um you get a feeling that this is possibly in the same vein as that you have uh you've made your way um maybe about 20 20 feet away from the cauldron you're still shoegazing it up um but you're gonna have to get out there somehow what do you want to do um yeah i guess i'm just gonna keep keep trucking what does that mean i mean like so i'm i'm think I'm of, a, think of get... a skill you would use in this instance okay yeah let me pull up my skills. Clear. There's still like a good, like it's the, the closer you get to the cauldron, the more people there are basically. Okay. And, and as time goes on, some of them definitely seem like they're getting chilled out or, or calming down. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's definitely like quite a few, quite a few folks surrounding the, uh, surrounding the, the cauldron. Okay. Um, stealth wouldn't be something that I could potentially utilize just to sort of like, it like depends on what you do. So like I, there's a bunch of people around. I kind of want to just like, like b- stick to the shadows and, and be sort of like unseen as I'm going across the dance floor. Unseen from what exactly? Uh, I feel like because I know the spiders up there that it's, even though I, it's not like it's watching, I feel like it, it, I'm less stressed out about like this, d- this despair that I'm feeling kind of like where. I'm just taking like a breather to like not be out in the open. Okay. Um, so you're trying, so you're basically trying to avoid being seen by the big spider. Kind of. Yeah. Like, even though like, I know it's not, it doesn't have to watch me yeah. to know that I'm there, but yeah, okay. I think it's sort of like a self care sort of. I'll, I'll, I'll allow that. So go ahead and roll plus stealth. Let's see if you can get, uh, get closer. Uh, it's a 12. Jesus. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, you have, uh, triggered the <sighs> tension pool. Jesus Christ. Every time I man. know I'm only rolling the two dice too. So it's like, it really is just, just bad luck in this bar. Uh, which is why we shouldn't go to bars. Everybody that's kind of the lesson here. Bar sucks. Bar man, sucks. This, bar. this bar sucks. It's terrible. Hemlock, you remember just for a second, like this, it, it definitely feels like a memory. It was a memory of when you, what, what's something sad in Hemlock's past, like a recent past, like maybe the past like six months. Um, I think there is the, well, sad or traumatic? Sad. Okay. Hmm. I think maybe the, the whole, um, I think having to be taken away from the dorm was kind of a bummer. Okay. Um, then you, you think of that. It's kind of a sad thing. Maybe not the worst feeling, but for some reason, when it strikes you this time, it's like it hits you like a fucking truck, like like 10,000 times as intense a feeling all at once. And you take uh, uh, four points of psychic damage. Ugh. Um, this is a fucking bummer. And it this really sucks. It hits you really fucking hard. I regret coming to the musty book. The musty book is a rough one. I'm not going to lie. You're now about uh, ten feet away from the uh, ten feet away from the cauldron. Um, what do you want to do? Um, You're making your way. 
But I got like one more go. Got one more go. Like. One more go. You've 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 uh you definitely paid a lot more than I thought you were um being in this bar. Yeah, this has been a rough time. You've lost ten health from being in here, and there is no combat in here, so I don't know what the fuck's happening. <laughs> Do I have the wherewithal to kind of just like see that last, you know, I'm like the finish line's right there. You do. I To do a little bit of acrobatics and just sort of like. I think you could. I think you could just be like at this point, like, fuck it and just do a yeah. jump roll toward it. Why not? I just want to jump roll shit. slide and I just want to like triple jump Mario, this motherfucker. All right. Yeah. Fu let's fucking do it. Plus acrobatics. Let's see it. God damn, man. God fuck me. Okay. All right, we didn't trigger the tension pool that time. Thank Christ. I'm going to say that uh, this this particular one, like you do leap through, you kind of hit the webs and and it doesn't hurt or, or do anything. It just like, you're, you're feeling much worse. You feel like if you, if you do that again, it's probably not going to be very good. You've uh, you've made it to the cauldron. It's bristling with potions. You can reach in and grab one if you so choose. And I can only take one, right? You can take as many as you want, but I would say that like you can only take one at a time. If you take one, you have to drink it um, until you, and that's that's the trigger that you can get another one. Because I gotta I gotta I gotta get caught up is what the guy said. Yeah. So you got up. one you got one potion and it filled out. It looks like um, there's about I remember I don't know exactly how many boxes I said were on this card of yours. like a five by five or something yeah like that. so the first potion you drank did about three of them okay i i'm gonna let's let's go in there grab, grab one. one and all right yeah fuck it and jelson i know that he would love to come and drink uh, it right now but you yeah, pull out busy. one it looks like a small metal vial with a boiling silver liquid inside it kind of looks like boiling thermometer mercury Ugh, i down it you suddenly feel like you're really really good at calligraphy <laughs> I cannot wait to test this. <laughs> I don't know how long that's going to last, but you gotta, you drank a potion of calligraphy skill. Um, right. About four boxes disappear from your, uh, from your, your. I'm going to grab another. All right. You grab another potion. This one is, uh, it looks like it's in uh, like a wine skin or a water skin. Mm -hmm. um, and as you pull the stopper, it looks like water that's sitting in a, that was sitting in like a stone fountain. Like it looks grayish, but it's also swirling. Like there's a whirlpool in it. Is there coins in there? Does somebody make wishes? No coins in it. It's just the swirling gray liquid in a wine skin. All right. Um, yeah, I, I drink this one too. Uh, as you drink this one, you suddenly feel somewhat more fortified. Um, you can now add double your um, constitution modifier when you roll a constitution saving throw. Okay. So you should probably write I've, that I've yet down. to do that in a while. So. Well, you might. It's coming up now that you have this potion on you. Right. So constitution um, is double, yeah, correct? About Yeah. Um, about four more of the boxes uh, fill out. Um, okay. you, I'm going to say like, you get, you get the feeling you, you hear Arturo's voice in your head, like, well done, young potion man. Remember you don't overfill in one spot. Um, okay. you got one more that you can drink from here. I, I'm going to grab one more, but I'm not going to drink it quite yet. Okay. Um, you pull out a potion. Um, okay. <laughs> it's a, it looks like a, a bonsai tree, right? Okay. That's a, it looks answer. like a, it looks like a little pot with a bonsai tree in it. And at the top of it is a stopper. 
Okay, this is cute. I like it. Inside, and you can, and the bonsai tree itself, as you kind of look into it, the bark gets really thin in spots that you can actually see into it, and it looks like there's this magenta-colored liquid that's sloshing around inside of it. But otherwise, pretty. This is just a little bonsai tree that also is, by the way, a bottle. Okay, I'm gonna put this one in my pocket for right put now. Put that one in your pocket. Okay, um, Jelson seems to conclude his dance fever. He has recovered from his dance fever. Okay. He has antibodies to dance now. <laughs> for at least he does, a not, he does not need he, to get a vaccine because he's nope. danced already. Yeah, a little bit. He is he is patient zero. He walks over to you and he's like, "Oh, hey, bud, you you got it," and I feel pretty darn good. That's good because I turns was worried out, about. Turns out you just gotta dance your cares away. Did you work out those demons, buddy? I did. I did work yeah. out those demons, and I feel ready to attack the world itself. All let's right. let's get wanna, going, man. And he did you want to grab a potion for yourself? Uh, oh yeah, sure. He reaches out and uh, and grabs a potion for himself. Um, All right. Let's see what his is supposed to be. Also, I can probably do like. Uh, yeah, he uh, he grabs a, a small um, glass bottle that kind of looks like a cone with a stopper, and there's a there's a bubbling liquid in there that kind of looks like if cream soda were uh, were carbonated. Mm. Cream soda is carbonated for sure. There you go. All right. Let's a, get the let's get the fuck out of here. Alrighty. Um the two of you um I think probably um you climb up on Jelson's shoulders to avoid the webbing as much as you can. Yeah. Um and the two of you stride out of there. Pogadir, as you're walking past, that was his name, right? Pogadir? Yeah. He's Pog- like Pogadir something. Thanks for coming to the musty book. I hope your life has any kind of meaning. Just kidding. It doesn't. Everything's bullshit. You all suck. And then everyone in the crowd goes back here. Everyone in the crowd turns to him and is like, boo. And he's like, shut up, you jerks. God, I hate this guy. And I know this guy. Um, The door opens and the bouncer sees you coming through and he's like, hmm. So you tried to get some shoes. I did get some shoes. Well, here are your real shoes back. And he hands you your shoes back. I give him my fit, my shoes that I made out of garbage. Here, you can have these. I'll treasure them. <laughs> <laughs> he takes your little shitty shoes and puts them in a very nice box. That's a banded chest that he seals with a lock. In 500 years, this will be a treasure most divine. <laughs> I have the story to tell you about the shoes. Yeah, the interest on these shoes is going to go through the roof. God, I hate this bar. Let's leave. Um, yeah, you make your way out of the musty book. Um, you've you've done uh, you've done quite a quite a bunch of barery. Um, yeah, I've only gone to two, but yeah. Well, you're about more than halfway. Um, and then you see. Uh, and then you see like there's there's a there's a bit of a crowd um, that's sort of outside this bar, and you see like across the way they're sort of they're sort of running, mm. um, and emerging from another building, um, pretty far away is first like a handful of skeletons, just a couple. Oh, of oh god damn it! And and walking out of there uh, behind them is uh, Zadnar, who turns back to the bar and is like, "Put it on my tab." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's you. And then he strides down the street. Like, well, actually, here's the thing, Hemlock. And I think this is very important to recognize. He's too far away for you to hear him. Right. You know it's him. You know it's him. 
fucking skeletons and also he's dressed like a heavy metal groupie yeah i was gonna say stagehand but he he gives the vibe of a groupie to me he uh he says oh it's you and starts walking with his hands on his hips and i think he didn't realize how far away he was Mm -hmm. because he wanted he's like awkwardly walking the entire direct way yeah like like a block and a half like he know he knows it's you because it's you and jelson you two kind of stand out together um but he himself is uh is a big dingus and he kind of walks over all the way down the, the street and he gets i'm watching him come and i'm looking at my wrist like there's a watch there like. <laughs> he's like well 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 the little sorry i can't hear you what's that the little sorry he gets a little closer the skeletons <laughs> are kind of like walking with him and they're and sometimes the skeletons look at each other like what the fuck are we doing <laughs> like what's happening these skeletons used to be people they used to be real human beings and they're like what the fuck is happening now um the group of you get to not the group of you um zadnar and the other skeletons get get close get close enough to you to actually get into like um rumbling distance we'll call it okay um zadnar looks at you and jelson is like so looks like you dorks made your way through the musty book huh i bet you had a tough time thinking about all the tests you failed he does that i bet you would have a hard time thinking about the last time you looked in the mirror why I ought it? One of the skeletons <laughs> holds him back. Like, it's not worth it. Like, it shakes his head. Like, it was like, he, it's not worth it. He, he does that thing where, like, he's like, you better hold me back. You better you better hold me back. And then he, like, casts a spell. <laughs> the skeletons, like, hold both, like, holding him back. Um, yeah, he, did, he didn't like he didn't like that trash. And then finally he kind of shoves his way off the skeletons. He's like, huh, how many stamps you got? None of your business. How many stamps you got? He kind of holds up a card that looks like it's almost complete. Oh, that's nice. It is, isn't it? Pretty soon I'm going to be the owner of one brand new Goblet of the Crown. And then who knows what cool skeleton ghoul stuff I'll be able to do with that. (laughs) Is that really really the point? You're just going to like... It's just like a bigger bigger Lego set for you to play with? Is that what it is? Legos are cool. They're for big kids. I don't have to explain myself to you. <laughs> also, that's what I wanted to say. Why is I don't know why I said Hemlock, the second thing. Why is Hemlock, why are all of my secondary characters and NPCs I meet the dumbest, dorkiest ones compared to everybody else? That's a good question. I don't know. I got Hedgy. I've got Mike Potionman. I've got all the weird you got, you got Hedgy. So you also met Eldane on this adventure. You got Hedgy. You met Clo. Um, you're, there was the guy Talgon's who... Brother. Um, yeah. um, the, uh, headmaster Lewitt. There's as, also as, the as guy a, at the, the farmer's market. Um, which guy was that? That, well, not the guy, no, the, um, the guy who makes the, the instructional books for me. Jared Magicman Jared himself? Magicman. Wait, 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 now hold on. I haven't met Jared Magicman yet. I'm just saying, but that's just well, like a Well, this is shit character. I didn't know. So how do you get these books? I thought they were mailed to you. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like they're, they're mail-in books that I subscribe to or I, I bought on, at the like, farmer's market? No, no. I, I was confusing the farmer's market thing where I would go and like do my magic. Oh, and I think that's, okay. Because that was you made, it, you at made the it sound market. like you went to the farmer's market and Jared Magicman was there. No, I'd lose my mind. <laughs> that would have been fucking cool. That'd be the. I, wouldn't I don't be know able to be anything sad about Jared other than he seems to be like the Saul Goodman of Majory. Yeah, he's um, good. He's like that one guy from Bob's Burgers, like the Duke of Diamonds. Yeah. And, um, 
I forget. I forget the second part. Oh, okay. I, I, I thought, I thought you disconnected something. for a second. Uh, no, it was the, it's like the Duke of Diamonds and the Duke of, like, um, the Prince of Persuasia. Zadnar is like, we'll finish this another time, I guess. Uh, and then, because one of his skeletons is like, does the other thing where it's pointing to a watch that it doesn't have. <laughs> and then it's, the skeleton sneers at you, which is weird because it doesn't yeah, have facial do. expressions. Um, and then Zadnar and the skeleton start striding off towards the musty book. Um, they're walking oh, past dude. you. It looks like this is going to be a stop of theirs to get potions. Um, I'll be like, hey, make sure to give your shoes to the doorman. Trust me on this one. Uh, one of the skeletons is walking by Jelson like waves. And then he waves at the skeleton. Ah, uh. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they remember each other from the other bar. <laughs> um, what do you do? Um, All right. Where are we? Where? What's the next spot to go to? Well, it looks like there's two potential options. Um, the the Dew Patrol and the mm -hmm. Rowdy Drow. You're about. Where did he just come from? Uh, it looks like he came from just some kind of dive bar that looks okay. like it was. Uh, it, it, lo it looks like it definitely looks like they're they're a lot of people fled from it. So you don't know exactly what happened in there. So, but that's not one of the two that you just mentioned. No, not okay. one of the two um, I just mentioned. Let's go to, I don't want to go to the Rowdy Drow. Let's go to the other one. Okay. Uh, the next bar and the conclusion of Hemlock's Adventure on the next episode. Bong. Bong. Songs that appear in today's episode of The Rolls We Made do so under the Creative Commons license. The songs that appear are Witch Hunt by Dead End Canada, copyright 2015, Agents and Coffee Shops by Eaters, copyright 2021, Beginnings by Alex Mason, copyright 2021, Suburb by Komiku, copyright 2017, Environmental Disaster Zone by Daniel Birch, copyright 2018, Hollow Bodies by Measles, Mumps, Rubella, copyright 2009, and Tongue in Cheek by Sandsdom, copyright 2013.